Hi, welcome to Tradition! And welcome to episode 9 of Traditions. Here's a little hint on where we're going to visit today. Weddings in the United States are starting to look sedate compared to the rest of the world. We've met the party animals of Israel, Ireland, and Germany. Today we'll visit Argentina, that looks to be perhaps one of the most frolicsome countries of the Western Hemisphere. In an article uh, titled, How to Survive a Wedding in Argentina, we're advised, quote, First of all, take a rest, sleep, have a siesta, a big one. It's going to be a long night. Stamina is key to surviving an Argentine boda, or wedding. But, as we've done before, let's start at the very beginning. Argentinians can be very laid back when you might expect them to be delirious and move like lightning when you least expect it. For example, don't be surprised if you're invited back to the folks on date two for an asado. That's Spanish for barbecue. The average marriage age in the country is 23 to 25, and most young folks live at home with their parents until married. Catholic is the predominant religion, but it seems a rather small percentage of the population falls into the category of actively practicing their religion. Nevertheless, the church is very influential when it comes to Argentine weddings and divorce in South American countries is strongly opposed. Remember, Pope Benedict was from Argentina. An interesting but completely unrelated fact is that Argentina also has the largest Jewish population in Latin America. As a courtship develops, once the bride's father has been sufficiently plied with wine, an engagement ensues with really minimal fanfare. Argentine men typically don't offer their intended an engagement ring. Rather, when the couple agrees to marry, they exchange wedding bands and wear them on their right hand until the wedding, when the rings are transferred to the left hand. Tradition has it that shortly before the wedding day, the Despedida del Sartoro and Saltora the stag and hen nights are enjoyed, which basically consist of ritual humiliation, nudity, strippers, and dressing up as a bunny. Don't know where the bunny part comes from. Common to so many European customs, religious wedding ceremonies are pro forma and can be quite lengthy or amazingly brief. It's a matter of law that a formal civil ceremony is performed in the registry office in the company of just the immediate family and close friends, thus making the marriage legal. But brace yourself, the party is about to begin. Everything starts late south of the equator. 
If you're not at least 10 to 15 minutes late to an event, you're considered early. Weddings are no exception. Don't expect the festivities to begin much before 9 p.m., but do expect them to continue throughout the night. You can look forward to breakfast the next morning. There is typically no bridal party, with the possible exception of a ring bearer or flower girl. The bride is escorted down the aisle by her father and the groom's mother. As I said earlier, the ceremony is usually mercifully brief, essentially just a blessing of the rings by the priest. After all, there's the mother of all parties to get to. Speeches aren't usually a big feature of Argentine weddings, but you can expect lots of toasts to the couple using champagne or sidra, a popular local cider. These can become quite involved given that most wedding receptions include 200 or more guests. The first dance is usually a waltz. However, the conga and tango are also very popular. With the men and women lining up on either side of the dance floor, sort of like the old American stroll of the 1950s and 60s. At some point, the bride and groom will peel off and select a new dance partner from those lining the sides until all guests have participated in the wedding dance, a custom both exhausting and in some cases almost intolerable. Expect to eat a lot of meat in Argentina, and good meat it will be. The country is renowned for the quality of its stock on the hoof. By the time the food's served, you'll be more than ready to consume. Instead of the bride throwing her bouquet, there's a traditional game that involves colored ribbons extending out from the wedding cake. Eligible women gather around the cake, select a ribbon, and withdraw it from the cake. One of those ribbons is attached to a ring. The lucky lady pulling the ring is suggested to be the next to marry. An Argentine tradition related to the cost of goods sold is that of handmade with love. Off-the-shelf or mass-produced goods tend to be very expensive in the country, so couples and their families often handcraft as many of the elements of their wedding as possible. This frugality is more than offset by the all-night party following the wedding ceremony. The mothers of the bridal couple usually take a leading role in these arrangements. However, as is customary in the States, the parents of the bride often bear the lion's share of the wedding's financial burden. An Argentinian bride normally wears a white wedding dress, although this may vary depending upon her faith. Generally, all the elements of Catholic and Christian wedding attire might be expected, including that white dress full veil and bouquet. Underneath it all, a bride will commonly wear a blue petticoat as her something blue. Showers of rice or birdseed as the couple exit the church are common and amount to the same fertility rites common around the world. Party time is also present time. It's customary for all the presents to be open early in the party and in front of all the guests. Again, this occupies lots of time, 
given the number of guests and the bridal registries that have been left all over town. If you're simply enamored with things Latin American and dream of a South American wedding, Argentina can be a beautiful destination. The elongated coastline provides lots of beach resorts and water sports for the outdoorsy active type. Generally, the summers are hot and humid, and the winters are cold. It's important to remember that the seasons are different in the Southern Hemisphere. So, when people in North America or Europe are experiencing winter, it's summertime in Argentina, and vice versa. Also, the further south you go, the colder the region becomes. The warmer areas are up closer to the equator. Those areas located near the Andes Mountains experience cool summers and extremely cold winters, while the desert areas of the central country will be hot and dry throughout most of the year. People in Argentina often greet others, even the people they've just met, with a kiss on the cheek. This is a customary practice, and you may offend them if you back away. Also, don't be surprised if people ask personal questions. This is another common practice, and they expect you to ask them personal questions in return. They may consider you rude or that you don't like them if you don't ask. They also like to joke around, so don't take offense. The best thing to do is just joke back with them. If they're angry with you, their facial expression will let you know. Punctuality is not terribly important in the culture, and you should expect to wait at least 15 minutes for any appointment or meeting you have set up. Also, if you're invited to a party, it's not proper to arrive early. You should come at the designated time, or later. Beef is a staple of Argentina and can be found in almost every dish. Many folks think that Argentina has some of the best beef in the world. The country is also well known for its fine wine and tea. The natives are late starters and typically don't eat breakfast until about 10 a.m. This is usually just a light meal that may include just coffee and a pastry or toast. Lunch is served closer to mid-afternoon and many of the locals don't eat dinner until about 10 p.m. Tipping is optional in Argentina. When you do tip, make it around 10% of the bill. Some restaurants may add a cutlery charge to your bill. Uh, this is more like a service fee and goes to the restaurant and not the server, so a tip is always welcomed. Many travelers to Argentina only need a passport. There's a small fee of $40, which must be paid to the civil registry for holding your wedding ceremony and processing your paperwork. You'll also be expected to pay the hospital up front for the cost of having the proper blood tests performed. All cities within Argentina use pesos, coins in various forms, including one or two pesos and five, ten, twenty-five, and fifty centavos with a hundred centavos equaling one peso. Some places accept the U.S. dollar or euro, but you should always keep pesos with you. Don't be too surprised 
if some places offer glacinas or candies in place of five or ten centavos of change. It's a standard practice. If you're using a credit card to make purchases, be prepared to show proper identification. The current exchange rate between Argentina and the United States is 2.3 cents American to the peso, which translates to almost 50 pesos to the dollar. And now we're going to take a short break to pay some bills and hear a word from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Your Special Day, a non-denominational wedding officiant service located in Palm Harbor, Florida. Your Special Day offers small, intimate weddings where the ceremony is crafted especially for you and approved by you well in advance of your day. Eloping? Destination wedding? No time to plan? Florida is renowned for its beautiful beaches, and waterfront ceremonies are common all up and down the coast. But special county permits apply. We're familiar with the regulations and happy to help. Bring us your dreams. We'll help make them reality. From custom-written ceremonies to writing your own vows, we're here to make your special day truly special indeed. Visit our website at www.your-special-day.net or call 727-533-5433 today for more information about our service, pricing, and availability. Call 727-533-5433. Call now. Good. The bills are paid for another month. Now back to our show. There are some indigenous characters to beware of at a wedding. The nicotine mooch is a self-proclaimed social smoker who always enjoys OPCs, other people's cigarettes. Once they've got you pegged, you might just as well give them your pack of smokes. They'll get it from you eventually anyway. The political wonk has the answer for all the problems of the world. Watch out for these sirens. Once they've got you in their clutches, you may be down for the count. Nothing escapes the black hole of their political profundity. The fashionable gauche wears a white dress to the wedding, thus upstaging the bride, or tops off their pinstriped suit with white socks and sneakers. You may think you're cool, but you'll be a majority of one. Weddings bring out the Argentine Yentl, whose self-appointed duty it is to discover a mate for every eligible person at the party. If you see the village matchmaker heading your way with a member of the opposite sex in tow, pretend not to see her and head for the hills before it's too late. Besotted wedding parties bring out the raging adolescent hormones in all of us, especially in societies of European descent where prurient behavior is somewhat common. If you don't want to wake up with a size 20 headache to find compromising photos circling all around the village <laughs> and the internet, uh, try to exercise some discretion. Remember the saying, good judgment is the result of experience, and experience is the result of bad judgment. 
Finally, you'll encounter the wino, an open bar which most Latin weddings offer, brings out the lush in many of us. Nothing loosens the lips like a good sousing of alcohol. You might as well offer your apologies ahead of time, because nobody's going to buy it after the fact. Last, but certainly not least, is the delightful Argentine millennial custom of fake weddings. With fewer and fewer Argentinians getting married for real, groups of friends in their 20s and 30s are instead paying around $50 apiece to attend staged events. A company hires real wedding locations, caterers, and DJs for the parties. It's organized just like the real thing, except the marriage itself is fake. Hired actors play the bride and groom, and a surprise third party, a spurned lover or secret boyfriend, arrives unexpectedly, usually with dramatic results. The guests get all the fun of a wedding party with none of the commitment, or the problem of having to find somebody to actually get married. A typical fake wedding hosts about six or seven hundred paying guests, with soap opera-style drama and a party lasting all night long. Actors play out the different storyline at each event, but each one ends with the bride throwing her bouquet to the female guests. Women seem to be the driving force behind these affairs, a fact most likely derived from a scarcity of eligible bachelors in the country. It's said that in Buenos Aires, you'll find only 86 men for every 100 women. Uh, hello, guys! A few final thoughts coming from an article about 16 things not to do in Argentina. Number one, don't confuse soccer with American football. Football, colloquial for soccer, is almost a religious experience in Latin America. Be careful what you say unless you're prepared to defend your views in a manly manner. Number two, don't expect a quiet vacation. Perhaps the most important thing to understand when you're visiting Argentina is that the people have an international reputation for being passionate, friendly, and ebullient. Read, uh, they're loud. It's not a bad thing, it's just a cultural difference you should expect when you arrive. Number three, make sure you have a good map. Navigating your way around a city like Buenos Aires can be challenging and easily lead you astray into some less desirable locations. Number four, stay away from national politics. Don't we have enough of that kind of thing right here at home? You're not going to win anyway, so why even try? If you see trouble brewing, walk away. Fast. Five, don't claim to be an American. The whole Western Hemisphere is loaded with Americans of one stripe or another. There are South Americans of many nationalities, Central Americans of several more varieties, North Americans come in flavors of the United States and Canada, as well as Native Americans. It's best you just enjoy the surroundings and leave the national pride at home. 
Number six, don't waste your time complaining to the locals. They really don't care and won't listen. Seven, always make sure you have some monetary coins in your pocket. There are places that won't accept paper money. Number eight, remember Argentina comes alive as midnight approaches. If you're an early-to-bed and early-to-rise person, you might want to consider a different vacation experience. Number nine, don't pet the dogs. The cities are loaded with packs of feral dogs. It's best to give them a wide berth. Ten, if you're a dancer, make a point of visiting the Milanga, or Argentinian dance halls. Leave your pride at the door and enjoy the experience. 11. Even if you're a vegetarian, you'll be depriving yourself of one of life's grand experiences if you don't partake of Argentinian meat. It's everywhere and it's all good. As I mentioned earlier, Argentina is renowned for its meat, wine, and tea. 12. Forget about shopping for clothes. Most of what you'll find is substandard compared to what we gringos are accustomed to. Plus, it's overpriced, and unless you're built like Twiggy, remember her, you won't find anything that fits. 13. Keep in mind that punctuality sometimes can be interpreted as an insult in a society as laid back as Argentina. If you're not fashionably late, then you're early, and such is usually not so much appreciated. 14. Leave your thin skin at home. Remember, Argentinians are boisterous, fun-loving, practical jokers who will delight in your discomfort. Take it in good stride, and if you can do so graciously, give it back in kind. 15. Make use of the taxi cabs, especially at night. One nice little fact to know is that cab drivers are quite well paid in the city, so you don't need to concern yourself with calculating a tip for the driver. Just pay the fare and be on your way. And finally, but definitely not least, don't ever give anybody the thumbs up sign in Argentina. It's the equivalent of flipping them the bird and won't be well received. The okay gesture of making a circle with your thumb and forefinger is also considered vulgar. Your best bet for indicating approval is a simple and friendly nod of the head. And that's traditions for today. Thanks for traveling south of the equator with me in this ninth episode of Traditions. Those are traditions for today, sponsored by Your Special Day, a non-denominational wedding officiant service based in Palm Harbor, Florida. For more information about Your Special Day, visit their website at www.your-special-day.net. I invite your thoughts and comments on today's show or any show from the past. Email your comments to feedback at yourspecialday2.com. You're also encouraged to subscribe to this and all future shows by clicking on the subscribe button below. I'm Tom Hirsch. 
stay happy, stay healthy, stay wise. <laughs>